0: This is the Brandon T. Adams audio experience. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Brandon T. Adams audio experience. I'm Brandon T. Adams and this is episode 21. And today we're going to talk about being smart with your time, utilizing your time effectively, delegating time and making sure your time is not wasted by others and just some things i've learned and you know the busier you get the the more you have to think about how you can be smart with your time and really uh, i always say if i could clone myself i would but i can't that hasn't come out well maybe it's come out but being smart with my time because i have so many things pulling me in different directions and just being able to be the most effective and productive and getting different things done and you know i want to start with this kind of story i have that made me think about this so about a decade ago When I started off in my career, I remember I would get mad because I would try to meet with people. And I would say, hey, we're going to meet here. And it was so hard to get a meeting with somebody. And I remember them saying they only have 30 minutes. And I thought to myself, like, I need an hour. And I remember meeting in a coffee shop and I met with a person And, and then after I left that day, they end up following up, but just getting that 30 minute meeting with somebody was difficult. And then I'd have other stories where people would be very strict in their time and even getting access to them. And they would say no about me, whether meeting with them or whatever it was. And I really didn't understand it until later in my life, because then I was the one that wanted to learn something. I was the one that needed something more from them than they needed from me. And, and so that was a learning lesson for me because I, at that time, like, oh, that asshole, like, why wouldn't they take the time of day for me? But now I look back and I see so many people that say, can I do a meeting with you? Can I do a call? Can I meet with you in person? All these different things. And now I get it because time is so valuable, but also when you're busy and you're in high demand, everybody wants to work with you or pick your brain. Please don't ever say that. What happens is. You only have so much time, and you obviously have time for your work, but you also have to have your own life, whether with your wife, your husband, with um, your family, or your own space, and so I have learned to be smart with my time, and say I learned to say no a lot more than I say yes, and when I do say yes, it has to be a fuck yes, (laughs) a hell yes, it has to be something I really agree with. And obviously, my friends, you know, one thing, if there's somebody from Iowa and they're asking for help, usually a Iowan because I'm from Iowa just shows how you can connect to somebody. you got a common hometown or common state. They're more likely to do things. I'll take a call with somebody. And so just know if you're reaching out to somebody and they don't take your time, like don't do a call with you right away, it's because maybe they're really busy for me. There's some weeks where I'm doing 50, 60 calls a week. There's calls where I'm doing 15 Zoom calls in a day, back to back to back to back. And so it becomes a lot. Heck, even time to go to the bathroom, time to eat food. I sometimes do extreme fasting. And so it, it just it's allowed me to think differently in how I look at time. And I'm going to just share some thoughts with you, some hacks and my own journey and how I look at time. And again, I'm still learning and and trying to hack it as Tim Ferriss would do, just batching work. Um, So for me, my schedule is everything. I really believe how you start your day is how the rest of the day you will go. Um, I don't think everybody's meant to wake up really early. I think we all have different things uh, in terms of like my friend Dr. Michael Bruce is a famous sleep doctor. And he talks about in his book of how some people just literally aren't wired to wake up early. And some people are night owls for me. I am wired to wake up early and I usually go to bed fairly uh, early as well. I like to try to go to bed by 9 30, but I'll tell you my schedule. And this is I try to stay on this. Sometimes with traveling, it gets messed up. I like to wake up at 4:25 uh, or 4:30 a.m. and it just it's my thing. I want to wake up and I want to feel like I got a lot done. So what I'll do is I'll wake up at 4:30, let's say by about 4, um, 440, 4:45. I'm I'm dressed like I'm gonna go to the gym, but what I do is I'll read a little bit from our Bible, but also I will just think about my life, my goals, I'll think about what I'm grateful for, I'll read a little book, a, a bit of it in a book, sometimes thinking of rich or other things, and I will just think I have a black book that I've had for a decade with my journaling and my thoughts and my goals, we're all strategized. When you wake up, your best ideas come. And what I've done recently in that time frame also is I actually sometimes do emails, which I used to say not to do. Then I was watching Alex Hormoz and he talked about how some of his best work gets done early in the morning. So I actually start sometimes doing emails or the most creative things I want to work on in that time frame. So let's say 4.45 to 6 a.m., the hour and 15 minutes there. I'm waking up, I'm praying, I'm looking at my goals, and I'm working on very important emails or strategic things because my brain is fresh and it's ready to go. So 6 a.m. comes. 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. is where I exercise. I, if I'm home, I will go to the gym and sometimes even run. So I'll go exercise in the gym. I work out pretty much almost every day. Um, If I miss a day, it's rare. And if I do, it's because maybe I need a little bit of a break, but I will go to the gym downstairs. And sometimes what I'll do is I will go and I always on Mondays hit it hard. I mean, hit hard every day. But what I'll do is I go to the gym, exercise in the gym for 30, 35 minutes, and then I'll go for like a 5K run, I actually run to our pier here and back. I live in St. Petersburg, Florida, and so I get an hour in of exercise, sometimes a little more, and that is my way to just start my day, sweat it out, feel powerful, and it's, it's proven. It actually engages part of your brain to make you feel happier, to make you feel more productive, and actually just gets you going. I want to get my blood flowing so I feel like I'm a powerful being going into my day. Okay, we're at 7, 7.15 a.m. I go back to my place. I will drink a protein shake, and I'll take my supplements, and then I will shower. And ideally, by 7.30 a.m., I am ready to go, and I'm starting the day with my own stuff. Now, I don't take calls. Very rarely do I take calls before 9 a.m., and that here's why. From 7.30 until 9, that 90-minute gap is where I get ahead on projects, whether advisory clients, companies I have investment in, or just my own projects I'm working on, I allocate that time to work on more stuff that is for me, my own schedule, my own thing. And so I have that time there. Sometimes maybe there's a little, my workout's a longer, just gives me a little more time where it's, again, my time. So you look at my schedule from 4.30 a.m. until 9 a.m., that is, what is it, four and a half hours of time that is all me. Me focusing on my goals, me exercising, working on my body, working on my own things. 9 a.m. kicks off. Sometimes I don't even do calls until 10 a.m. And so once that time hits, again, if I'm home, I'm not traveling, speaking event or somewhere else, I literally have some days it'll be where I have from 9, 10 a.m. until 5, 6, 7 p.m. where I'm back to back to back to back. I have some regular calls that are throughout the week that are board meetings I have for different companies we're a part of, podcast shows I go on, or whatever it is. And unless I'm getting paid or if it's a company I have investment in, it, the call is 30 minutes. The only ones that are an hour or like board meetings are very high level, like clients where I'm strategizing, but most things are 30 minutes. Honestly, I'm even thinking about doing like 20, 15, or 20 minute segments. Because a lot of stuff can get done in a smaller amount of time. Most people feel like they need an hour call. They don't. You can If you get right to it and take away the small talk, you can get a lot done in 15 minutes. And so I limit my meetings to 30 minutes. And I will do back-to-back. There's some days where I literally have 12, 15 back-to-back 30-minute spots. And I don't even have time for lunch sometimes. And that's when I'll fast. And I literally won't eat until night. Because it saves me time and sometimes food can be inconvenient even though you need food to live. But that's what I do, 30 minutes. And I go on podcast shows and I have the stipulation, unless you're a Joe Rogan or a Lewis Howes or one of those big shows out there, I will tell people I only do 30-minute podcast shows. And I once had somebody say, hey, like I respect that. And by the way, we normally would do a 60-minute show. But you made me think differently about time. I was able to get all the content I wanted out of it in 30 minutes. So again, how can you be smarter with your time and allocating it and getting your message and the point done in 30-minute meetings? So I'll do the 30-minute meetings, and then again, whether it's 6, 7, 8 p.m., I will have my own time, and sometimes it's going on date night with my wife or it's just doing something else for myself. But a lot of times during the week, like I'm going nonstop, and I might work all the way up until 9 p.m., And then go to bed by 9.30, 10. Sometimes it's a little later, but I try to go to bed by 9.30, 10 p.m., the latest. So that gives me, what, six and a half hours of sleep. I used to do the four-hour sleep thing. It doesn't work well for me. I like to get at least six hours of sleep. And so that's looking at in terms of how I utilize my day with what I'm doing. Now, the next thought process is, and by the way, that's really batching work. I, I always like to do my... Client and coaching strategy calls on Mondays and Tuesdays. And then once I get towards the end of the week, I have more of my own things. But that I always pack my beginning of the week. So I feel powerful going into the rest of the week. And on the weekends, I have more time for strategy and, and collaboration for my own stuff because most people don't do calls on the weekends. So for me, I get a lot of stuff done on the weekends for my own stuff. Um, I am in a phase where I'm working a lot right now because I, I'm so passionate about what I'm doing. Um, but I'm sure in a few years I might want to not work as fast and hard as I am right now, but I'm really enjoying the groove and flow state I'm in right now. So I told you my schedule, I told you batching work. I actually sometimes put a timer on with my phone. So like, let's say a 30 minute segment or 15 minutes or 40 minutes, I'll set a timer and alarm. It's actually proven when you watch, you press start and you see the clock go down and like there's a mental time in your head where you're like, okay, I got to get it done. And there's studies that have been done on this. And so you think back. I don't know if you ever in school when I was in elementary I remember or middle school maybe it was. I remember when we did multiplication table. We did like plus and minus like our math projects. or And we had tests. And you had a hundred like problems you had to solve in a certain amount of time. I just remember when they said go. And then for me it was like a, a race to make sure I got done first and got done effectively. And I would always do good in math. I love that. But again, just an example of how your mind thinks, okay, I got to get done in this time frame. And you think on your feet and you get things done more effectively and quicker. So that's one thing I do is actually set an alarm. That's one of the things. Um, and then delegating. So I have a team. I have, I have a team myself. I have other teams that I delegate from companies I'm an advisor, and investor in where I am acting as advisor and helping grow on the marketing side, mainly focused on marketing, fundraising, and whatever it may be in, in my area of expertise, but delegating people to do certain tasks because I can only do so much. But if I can delegate people my team to do things, which I could do myself, but is it the best use of my time? You should be asking yourself, what is the best use of your time that's going to move the needle? And what can be the best use of somebody else's time where they can thrive in that. Maybe they're more talented in that area, or maybe they're tasked for a VA or somebody else that can handle that's very monotonous activities that don't necessarily are utilize the best of your time. So for your own talents, how can you move the needle at the highest level that only you really can do? And the rest, how do you delegate it out? Delegate out somebody to make sure this podcast show is out. Um, shout out to Leah who is the producer of this show who's been amazing for creating the show and putting it out there so I have a podcast producer that puts the show out there and makes it successful and gets stuff on social media creates our reels I have our sales team who are out doing conversations are doing calls that are selling their products and services. I have people that are leading the project as a project manager that are making sure products are getting done. There's other companies where we have a whole digital marketing team who are doing the ads and doing everything else uh, during that uh, project. So I'm delegating other people. Now you look at things that I have to be honest, look at a podcast show. If I'm going to record this show and be the person doing the audio, I have to do that, right? I'm taking the time to do this now. What about me going on shows? Well, nobody else on my team is going to become Brandon C. Adams, unless again, we're cloning ourselves. Um, But for me, like I am the only one that can do that. So I'm going on podcast shows, I'm limiting the 30 minutes. Or what are things for me like I negotiate some very big contracts and deals? I am the one that only really knows how to do that. So, how can I get it where I'm just the one negotiating the deals? I'm not working through all the other logistical things on it. And so I'm really looking at this phase of my life. How can I maximize my time, use my talents and efforts to really scale the the quickest and also still have my own freedom? I will put on the calendar date night. I will put it. If it's not in my calendar, it doesn't exist. Who lives by that? I live by that. I have literally everything in my calendar. I block things out. It just allows me and it gives a reminder when that time comes and that means it's time to do that. Um, so these these are, again, just some things that I do to maximize my time and be very smart with how I utilize my time and I say no to a lot more things. I get asked to speak at places. If it doesn't, again, not a fuck yes, not a hell yes, it's a no. And so I, it, it's not all about the money for me and especially when you're in a place when you have money, it it makes it easier for hey, I don't have to take on everything. I don't have to fight for the buck. Um, I'm still motivated, obviously, to, to build wealth. But the thing is, I don't necessarily have to take that deal. And if they're not paying me what I'm worth, then it's a no. And so I'm limited on what I take on. And what I take on, I look at the exponential value of the relationship, even for people I work with. Nobody can buy me. If I don't love the person or love the ability and and what I think could come from the relationship, I won't take it on. And so I really look at the value beyond the money, I look at the value of my happiness, how I'm gonna feel when I'm working with that person, how I can help that person, how I can learn as we help each other grow, as I help them grow. Am I gonna value my time that is spent there versus somebody that maybe is getting paid to do something they hate? I don't wanna do that. I value my mental health, I value my time and my experience way more even beyond the money. And so think about that for yourself. Are there jobs out there that you're doing that are taking way so much time and energy? You know, I found out the people that pay more money, pay more attention and are easier to work with. And the people that pay the least amount of money, take the most amount of time and are the biggest pain in your ass. And so that's why I learned a long time ago that I wanted to be the most premium for what I do because it allowed me to find and attract the best people I felt happier and more valued when I got paid more, which made life easier. And also, you don't need thousands of people. Maybe you only need dozens of clients to build a very successful business. And so that's been my model. That's how I look at life. And that's even my mentors, how they look at life and business. So those are my thoughts on maximizing your my time, maxi- how you can maximize your time, my schedule, batching things, being smart. And please, please, please. Don't be late for a meeting. I am very, very anal on that because I like to be right on time. I'm not there five minutes early. I'm not there five minutes late. I'm right there on the time, maybe 30 seconds before. And when people show up one, two, three, four minutes late, unless they have a reason why, they state to you, when they show up late like that, it takes away. Think about if I'm booking 30-minute segments and somebody comes four minutes late, that means they missed four minutes of the 30 minutes they only have 26 minutes now maximize your time and don't be late always be on time those are my thoughts i hope you enjoyed this show feel free to share your thoughts with me by sending me a message on social media at brandon t adams or email me brandon at brandon t i appreciate you all until next time we'll see you later